0: Here we go, Leafs Nation. What do you want to talk about? What's going on? Your guy is back from Florida. As you can see, I got no one riding with me tonight. Dylan's out of town. Clark is doing his thing. And of course, Pete the Heat is behind the scenes. So it leaves me solo dolo on the return, but that is A okay because we are proudly brought to you by our friends over at Boxing Rock Brewing Co. Go and check out their puck off, Loggerdale. It's the big beer for the big game. And yes, the Toronto Maple Leafs played a game last night that we will get to. But as you can see, the sub-board menu beside me has all kinds of different topics to get into. And first off, we're going to kick it off with Adam Johnson. What a horrendous thing to happen. How bad was that? It was absolutely just a freak accident you don't want to see. And unfortunately, a young man, 29 years old, lost his life because of the cut to the neck. Absolutely horrendous. Um, My thoughts, the prayers go out to the friends, the family of Adam Johnson. Obviously, teams he's played for, the Ontario Reign and a couple of others have had nights for him, Um, you know, the Pittsburgh Penguins as well. Um, But you can never really recover from something like this. Everyone in attendance of that game is going to be thinking of this and just, reliving it and you just have to think that it's probably one of the worst things you would ever see in a hockey game and uh, my heart just breaks and goes out to the friends and the family of Adam Johnson it has sparked the debate though of neck guards which I think that everyone should be wearing and thankfully in the CHL now with the WHL coming on board in December all those leagues the QMJHL the OHL and the WHL now, have neck guards being mandatory for players, which they should be. And if you start that at the grassroots level, that breeds itself into the game and becomes something that follows players throughout their careers, which is absolutely awesome. That needs to happen. If there's any good that can come of a situation like this, hopefully it is that neck guards become something that are a piece of the everyday apparel. Of hockey players no matter what league they are in the nhl ahl over in europe the junior leagues it does not matter those are where they need to be and if you start at low in the younger levels it just becomes a regular piece of equipment and i know they are getting better and better with cut resistant technology whether it's for the wrists whether it's for the torso the ankles hello eric Carlson and others, but I know they are going to make them color-coordinated for teams as well so they can match the jerseys and all of that good stuff. But hopefully this just becomes a regular piece of mandate equipment that everyone wears so we don't have to see another sad incident like happened to Mr. Adam Johnson. Again, thoughts and prayers with his family. Absolutely uh, heartbreaking to see. Um, yeah. So the neck guard definitely needs to be a piece of equipment that is there for all players. Um, never easy to pivot from something like this. Uh, we didn't get to touch on it on Sunday. I do not believe. So I'm talking about it now, but we will swing over to the Ottawa senators and talk about what has happened there today. Just an absolute gong show right now. Um, I cannot believe what is happening here with the Ottawa Senators. Pierre Dorian relieved of his duties. Michael Andlauer just letting loose. And then you have Ken Campbell saying, hey, this may be the last time you see him say anything off cuff. And a lot of these comments will be walked back. I say nay nay. You spend almost a billion dollars on a team. You are going to have your opinion be heard. And guess what? If Gary doesn't like it, well, that's okay, Gary. Take your little bucket and go home. I'm happy Michael Andlower said what he said and did what he did because if you did not divulge this information to a guy who is buying a team, you did not give that information about what it was that was happening with Egeni Dadanov, what was happening with Shane Pinto, because you wanted that price, that sticker price to be that high. You wanted to be that good of an evaluation so when the next team comes in for expansion or sale for that matter, you have a high sticker price on the Ottawa Senators to show you didn't want to disclose that information because you wanted every dime. Well, guess what? If the man who just spent almost a billion dollars wants to have an opinion on what he just invested in and was not told about, I say let the man talk. And if there's a problem with that, I think that's ridiculous because you want open and transparency. You want people to be able to go and speak their minds and do what they do. This is it right here. This is a guy saying, this is ridiculous. I bought this team and I was not informed of these things. And I've spoke with a few people around the sense, And it's the same thing. They cannot believe everything that's happened. And we know that bad things, they come in threes. So you have the Pinto, you have the draft pick now being gone, Is Mr. Smith the next man to go out the door here for the Ottawa Senators? And I would say yes, probably so, because that's the way that it happens with these things. When a general manager goes, usually the coach goes because the new GM wants to bring in his own guys, and Michael Andlauer probably really wants to clean house, and this is one way of doing it. But that first-round pick to me, I know it was an error by the Ottawa Senators. But it definitely shows that they were running a skeleton crew, man. Like, everybody knew you can go on Cap Friendly and look up the fact that he had that list. So it's not like it wasn't easy knowledge. And Vegas likes to boast about their social media stuff and show things from Cap Friendly from time to time, post different things about stuff. So you can't tell me they couldn't do a simple internet search? You're telling me that they didn't know? you telling me that his agent or Dadnov himself didn't say anything? I'm calling BS on that. 100% BS on that. And Vegas wants to be squeaky clean, and that's why they beat the drum for the NHL to do something to the Ottawa Senators, and I think that's absolute trash. I do. I think it's absolute trash. Nobody even remembered it. It didn't matter. But Vegas' feelings were hurt because they felt they were done wrong and they looked bad in the eyes of the NHL. Hello, Vegas. You'd ship guys out the door, left, right, and center anyways. You were doing it to Dadnov, for crying out loud. Your mark has already been struck. We know what you are. You'll do anything to win. Kudos to you. You won the cup. You're obviously doing what you need to do the right way, in your own opinion. But you do cut bait with guys that you make deals with. That's just the way you guys are. That's the Vegas Golden Knights in a damn nutshell. And I don't care what anybody else thinks about that. That's just the way that it is. But for Vegas to sit there and cry and drag their feet about it until something was done to Ottawa. Ridiculous. And the first-round pick, hey, when the New Jersey Devils had new owners, the fine was cut in half for the Kovachuk thing from $3 million to $1.5 million, and they went from a first-round pick to a third-round pick. So why wasn't the same courtesy extended to Michael Anlauer, who was not told about this stuff? It's ridiculous to me, and I'm far from it, far from a Sens fan, sitting here in a Leafs jersey, but I also think it's a little oxymoronic that you suspend Shane Pinto for gambling 41 games when you are shoving the ad revenue down our throat from every gambling thing that you can get your hands on. And by the way, most of the pictures that are used for Shane Pinto in suspension on the helmet says bet 99. So, really, I don't understand. And there's also nothing set in stone here, it's completely arbitrary. Where these numbers come from, 41 games, where'd that come from? I'd like to know. I'd like to honestly know, where did you pull 41 games from? How did that happen? It's his first-time offense, first time being suspended. You're trying to set the hammer that heavy? It could have been used as an educational vehicle to show the rest of the players, hey, there's things you don't do. Give them a small suspension, but 41 games, half of a season, by the way, 82 games. And this guy's not going to be there and was considered to be a key part of the Ottawa senators. It seems like they finally got rid of the black clouds and they all just came running back in. And the Ottawa senators were made as an example for two situations in the mere matter of a week. I don't know. Just, it doesn't seem right to me. It doesn't sit right with me. doesn't smell right to me, but Hey, this is the way that they're shaking it out. And I guess that's the way it's going to be. But you know, I look at it and say, okay, so if this is the way that it is going forward, if you're not going to penalize a team like the Chicago Blackhawks for what they did, we all know what they did. We all know what they did. If you're not going to penalize them for anything, how are you going to come down with a hammer? Thor's hammer right outside of Halloween, we could say it. You bring it down like that on the Ottawa Senators with a first-round pick. I just think it sets that organization back and especially pisses off a brand-new owner that apparently you didn't tell. Come on. Give your head a shake, your eyes are stuck. It's ridiculous. But we'll move on from the Ottawa Senators to the Toronto Maple Leafs, a team that got walked last night. I don't care what anyone says. They got absolutely walked. There was no energy for the Toronto Maple Leafs. There was no cohesiveness. There was no fluidity for the team. It did not look good last night at all. Not at all. They got walked by L.A. It's going to happen, but they played a system that neutralized the Toronto Maple Leafs from getting through the neutral zone. They really held them up. And for me, I look at it and say, that's the stuff that teams are going to employ against the Toronto Maple Leafs all season long. They're not going to let Matthews dance. They're not going to let Marner dance or Nylander go wheeling and dealing. Those things are going to be wanted close check. So what do you need to do to fix that up? You shake it the hell up. I know Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner. They love to be together. They're prime players. Yeah, I know. Had to do it. Um, Together. But you shake it up. You put Austin Matthews on a line, maybe with William Nylander, Max Domi, or Matthew Nyes, because I love, love Matthew Nyes' puck retrieval. Some people saying, send him to the AHL. For what? The guy can stick defend, play along the wall, retrieve the puck, has a shot, and can skate. He's not cement feet. He definitely belongs in this lineup, and I'd love to see him up with Austin Matthews. That would flip Mitch down to JT's line, which is perfect. Then you sling in Bertuzzi or Domi or whoever you want on that left side. Cali Arncroke, I love you, and i pumped your tires, but you're good on that third line. That's where you need to be. Third line or maybe even the fourth. Who knows? But that, to me, you shake it up a little bit, and you got some guys coming on the back end that are starting to heal up. We'll talk about them in a few minutes. But shake up that lineup. Get some fluidity going. Get some juices going. Bring the energy and also spread out the offense. The Leafs need to do it. And that is one way that you can is get it done that way. Now, one thing you can get done is our friends over at the Hockey Podcast Network, we partnered up with DraftKings and the NFL season is going strong. And DraftKings Sportsbooks is hooking up new customers with an offer that's even stronger Bet 5 bucks on any game this week and score $200 instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. Get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the code THPN. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet $5 on the NFL. That's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem, call 1 800 Gambler or visit www.1800Gambler.net in New York. Call 877 8 ny or text HOPENY 467 369. In Connecticut, help is available for your problem in gambling. Call 888 789 or visit CCP.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort KS, licensee partner of the Golden Nugget Lake Charles La 21 Plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com/football. Terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions. Terms and responsible gambling resources. So check out our friends over at the Hockey Podcast Network and DraftKings. Drop the code THPN, and you're in to be with DraftKings. Now, I like this right here. This was brought up to me tonight, and I think it's very true, by the way. Ryan Reeves, just being on the bench, he's like a cop that's parked on the side of the road. He won't catch everyone. nope, but he'll make a lot of people slow down and think about what they're doing. And that has already happened. Hello, Tom Wilson wasn't running amok. There's a lot of guys that haven't run amok, and I've got it all brought to my attention. Did you see this hit? Did you see this? He didn't atone for this. He didn't atone for... He's not going to get every guy. But there were guys that he's gotten licks in after the fact, or he's gone up to, or he's chirped them, or he's done something. But I like the fact that there's a lot of guys not taking liberties, and the Kulikov hit and the Matthew Roy hit last night. Those things are still going to happen. It is a contact sport, folks. TJ Brody atoned for the Roy hit. What do you want Reeves to do? Jump over the boards and goon him? You can't do that. He'll be suspended. And furthermore, the Maple Leafs will be penalized because he'll drop the mitts. He'll get the 2, 5, 10 in a game. Then what happens? The other team's on a power play. Reeves knows when to step in and do what he needs to do and be the sheriff he needs to be. But I love the analogy of being a cop on the side of the road and just making guys think about what they're going to do. And some guys are not going to do it. Some guys are, and... Sometimes he won't catch them or catch up to them. Sometimes he will, and he'll pound them out, and the fight will happen. But I love that analogy. I think it's great. The other thing that's a problem for me right now is the Maple Leafs penalty kill. Now, I talk about special teams with the boys all the time. The power play and the PK. The PK, to me, 27th, maybe now 28th in the league. That's not acceptable for a team that has aspirations of hoisting that big silver mug. That needs to be fixed up. And I know we want to get Mitch in there and Austin in there. They need to figure out what they're doing. They need some guys that bread and butter is just penalty kill. I thought Gregor was that guy. Camp's definitely that guy. Matthews, Marner, who knows if they're those guys. But I know you're hurting on this one because McCabe is injured and you're trying to stop Gap and fill things. You don't know what the health of Timothy Lilgren is either. But for me, the PK really needs to be stepped up and figured out Because that is something that can really save the game. And I'm not just talking about the goaltenders either. I'm talking about the fact that if you have a PK that can click at almost the same rate as your power play, get it into the top 10, even. You know what I mean? Get 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, whatever, in that range. Get it going. Because that penalty kill is going to be a huge thing for the Toronto Maple Leafs, especially when you start going up against teams like Boston. Who's on a roll already? And everybody keeps thinking they're going to take a step back, even yours truly, but they didn't. They haven't. It's crazy that the Boston Bruins haven't. But I'm looking at it right now, and Montreal's ahead of us. Let them have their moment, folks. It's not going to be like that all season, but the Leafs' PK definitely needs to get stepped up, and guys need to be in the lanes. Just clear the puck. Get it up. Luke Shen said, the best thing I've heard about the Leafs, they're scared to put it off the glass. Do a cheap off the glass and just get it out. That's all you need to do. Move it down the line and away they go. But the PK definitely needs to get sorted out. Something needs to happen there immediately. Now, talked about defensive help coming back for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Well, Connor Timmins, he is still a ways away per Sheldon Keefe. Um, he will be and has been on the ice, but he's a ways away from coming back up. Uh, Whatever his significant lower body injury was, uh, it is still something that is hampering this young player. Looking forward to seeing him back with the Maple Leafs very soon. But um, don't count it to be in the next couple of weeks, I guess. As Sheldon Keith said, he's not close as of yet. But McCabe, there is an opportunity for him to get back in the Maple Leafs lineup with a groin issue. Maybe on the weekend. They haven't ruled it out yet, but we will see. Uh, where Jake McCabe fits back into the Maple Leafs' plans here. Obviously, with a guy like him, you want to make sure he's 100% healthy and ready to roll. So it's going to take some time for him to get back into that position uh, to be on the ice for the Toronto Maple Leafs. And like Sheldon Keefe said, he's skating, just not ready yet. Groin issues, if you've ever pulled a groin or had anything going on in your groin area, it does not feel comfortable, folks. So let the man heal up. He'll be back as quick as he can be. Police play Boston. Tomorrow night, to me, it's a litmus test. Tomorrow night, you see what you got in the tank. A good Boston team that's rolling yet again. What's up, Shukri Wrights, my buddy? Um, did a lot of stuff with the Boston Bruins. I'm looking forward to this game, though, to be honest with you. I want the Leafs to come out with some energy, some jumps, a pizzazz, some ready-to-get-going here. But I want to see some shakeups. If things are stale, don't be afraid to mix it up. Look what Boston did with us with pasta before – Moved into the second line, move, the, move guys around, get things going, get juices flowing. It's what you can do if you're Sheldon Keep But Boston will be a measuring stick game. Uh, we haven't been confirmed, I don't think, as of yet, who's a starter. For me, I go to Samsonov, let him have a great start. He did it last year. Uh, we all remember the injury he suffered on the Brad Marchand goal. Um, hopefully he can come and play good for the Maple Leafs tomorrow night rediscover some of that confidence and get rolling himself. And then the Leafs have the Sabres on Saturday night. For me, when you play the Sabres, it's always a trap game because they are good. They do have skill. Their goaltending can definitely hold up. You really have to go in there with the mindset that this is a team on the upswing, and you really have to put your full game plan forward. If I'm looking at these two games, I'm saying the Leafs go 1-0-1. They win against Boston, and they lose in overtime against the Buffalo Sabres. I know my prediction season, I'll always say they win. I'll always say they win, but I got to say a here. I'm saying one 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 in these two games here to end this week. Let me know your thoughts, though. Drop it down below after the episode. This is a short one. Just a quick one from me, solo dolo, no one else around. We're hitting all the topics, having a great time. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back to the normal way of doing things Sunday night. And next Wednesday night, but I didn't want to go without a Wednesday, without an Offside Hockey Talk podcast. Come and do your ears, so make sure, if you're over on YouTube, hit that subscribe. Max the follow on all of the accounts. Make sure you follow Clark, Pete, and Dylan, but guys, this right here, you know what it is. It's Offside Hockey Talk where the Maple Leafs and hockey come to talk.